0: And welcome to the upkeep for Monday, October thirtieth, twenty twenty three. That's right; it's all the magic news you need in ten minutes or less. And normally, Maria and Megan would be bringing you the magic news, but this week, in honor of Halloween, Captain Catherine Janeway is bringing you the news from my from my side.
1: Yes, and um, I was today told that I have the color palette of um, Sully from Monsters Inc. <laughs> so I'm I'm bringing you Sully from a uh, Mon- Sully from Monsters Inc. is bringing you. The news. Oh,
0: great. I've always wanted my news from a random monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, right.
1: Uh, Well, I would argue that most of the time, if you listen to us, you are getting your news (laughs) from a random monster, but
0: fair point. All right, everybody. The news this week is kicking off with Lost Caverns of Ixalan because previews for that set are now well and truly underway.
1: Yes, the set releases on November 17th with pre-release events the weekend before and an early access streamer event on Thursday the 9th starting at 10 a.m. Pacific.
0: They've revealed all of the mechanics for the set, which we went over last week on Good Luck High Five. But in case you didn't get a chance to listen to this, we'll just quickly summarize them for you. The first big one was called Craft, which is a very new and uh, kind of splashy mechanic that they revealed. Uh, For example, it's on this card, Clay-Fired Bricks, which is one in a white for an artifact. Uh, When Clay-Fired Bricks enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic planes card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. You gain two life. And here's where craft comes in. It has craft with artifact, which is five white white. Exile this artifact. Exile another artifact you control or an artifact card from your graveyard. Return this card transformed under its owner's control craft only as a sorcery and then it comes back in as Cosmium Kiln another artifact when Cosmium Kiln enters the battlefield create two one one colorless gnome artifact creature tokens creatures you control get plus one plus one so it's a pretty cool new mechanic to craft
1: yeah gnomes
0: gnomes yeah yeah also gnomes
1: (laughs) there's also descended uh which is Descended happens if a permanent card was put into your graveyard from anywhere this turn. It's on cards like Blood Rage Mycoid. Three and a black for a 4 3. At the beginning of your end step, if you descended this turn, create a 1 1 Black Fungus Creature token with this creature can't block. You descended if a permanent card was put into your graveyard from anywhere.
0: Yeah, they've also got Descend 4 and Descend 8, and something called Fathomless Descent, which just counts the number of uh, permanents in your graveyard. Uh, Like on the card Terror Tide, which is two black black for a sorcery, Fathomless Descent. All creatures get minus X minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of permanent cards in your graveyard. The other new spicy mechanic they unveiled is Discover, which lets you get a spell from out of your library. It's on a card like Geological Appraiser, which is 2 red red for a 3-2. When Geological Appraiser enters the battlefield, if you cast it, Discover 3. And Discover reads like this. Exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land card with mana value 3 or less. Cast it without paying its mana cost or... Put it in your hand, put the rest on the bottom in a random order. So Discover, people are calling it quote-unquote fixed cascade. It always comes with a number, and that number tells you the mana value that you are limited to. Very cool. Explore
1: also returns in a new way. Now cards can give other creatures explore. It's on cards like Miner's Guide Wing, which is a single white for a bird. With Flying and Vigilance, it's a 1-1. When it dies, target creature you control explores.
0: Yeah, I think that's a cool new way to think about Explore. Uh, They also have map tokens, which are one-tap sack target creature explore. So that's another new way uh, to have Explore happen in this Ixalan set. They've also added finality counters, which says if it's a counter that says if this creature would die, you exile it instead. And transforming double face cards are back.
1: Pre orders for the bundles are live on Arena. There's the Sahili Pack Bundle, which is $50 for 50 packs and five golden packs, Sahili Sleeves and her card, Sahili Suns Brilliance. There's the Vito Play Bundle, $25, Vito's card and sleeves, plus two draft tokens, a sealed token, and five play in points. And the Quintorius Pass Bundle, $15 for Quintorius Sleeves, a Mastery Pass, and the Quintorius Canned Card.
0: All right, everybody, there's exciting stuff to watch on Twitch this week for a good cause. It's Extra Life, which Wizards of the Coast uh, generally participates in. So if you're interested, you can check it out every day from 9 a.m. to noon Pacific time on Twitch.tv slash magic. You get to watch Wizards employees stream a bunch of different kinds of games, including Magic Arena and Baldur's Gate 3. And they're going to share stories about their jobs, what it's like to work at Wizards of the Coast. And uh, then on Saturday, November 4th, there's a special stream running 9 a.m. to 8 8 p.m., which features a ton of different gameplay. There's Zulaport
1: Cutthroat Magic, which is a commander game where fans at home can donate to give rewards or restrictions to the players. Oh, cool. There's an hour of Ask Rosewater. There's Play or Draw, which is a Pictionary-like card drawing game. There's Sleeper Agent, which is kind of like a, you know, spot the sleeper agent sleuthing game, and a D&D one-shot adventure on Eldraine.
0: Okay, that's very cool. So if you want to support a good cause, check out twitch.tv slash magic this week for a whole bunch of awesome content. We want to give congratulations to this past weekend's regional championship winners as well.
1: Yes, congratulations to Brett Girvin, winner of the ANZ Super Series Championship. He won with Boros Heroic, defeating Josh Bradbury on Abzan Greasefang in the finals. That metagame featured Rakdos Midrange, this is Pioneer, as the top-played Pioneer deck in the field, followed by Mono-White Humans.
0: Ooh, wow, 10% of the field. Uh, This Pioneer metagame, of course, gearing us up for the first Pro Tour of 2024, which will be Pioneer. Uh, Congratulations as well to Fu Yu, the winner of the MTG China Open, who played Rakdos Sacrifice and defeated Rakdos mid-range in the finals looks like Ractos is not going anywhere anytime soon uh, nope. this coming weekend are more regional championships everybody they're going to happen in Brazil Taiwan Southeast Asia and Mexico
1: next up Marvel enters the universes beyond a teaser debut video about the new crossover released last Monday seconds after we posted the upkeep <laughs> we're not mad about it no we're not mad about not, it not
0: at all not at all <laughs> A press release accompanied this video release uh, saying, quote, the first tentpole magic set based on Marvel's fan favorite characters and epic stories will appear globally in 2025 with additional all new exciting sets for multi-generational fans to collect and play. Of course, there was huge community community reaction from this announcement. It's easily the biggest universes beyond, I would say, uh, since Lord of the Rings. So lots of opinions for, lots of opinions against wherever you <laughs> land That's That's your opinion. Uh, Dan Buckley, president of Marvel Comics, also weighed in on this new crossover saying, quote, trading cards have always been a part of Marvel's DNA. So this collaboration takes that experience to a whole new level. Next
1: up, we've got Arena Updates. You can now favorite card styles. You can choose whichever art you own and favorite it with a heart icon to mark it as your preferred style for that card. This means the styles button has been removed from the deck builder. To apply a style to cards in your deck, mark it as a favorite or add it manually.
0: Yeah, so it's just like when we uh, got to favorite lands for the first time. Now we can favorite art, which I think is very cool. Um, And to celebrate spooky season this week on Magic Arena and other arena news, uh, October 31st through November 2nd, Midweek Magic will feature Innistrad Crimson Vow versus Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Phantom Sealed, uh, which would be pretty fun. It's a free-to-play event. The next Qualifier Weekend and Play-In events are historic. The play-ins are the 11th and the
1: 17th, and the Qualifier Weekend is on the 18th and 19th. And the next arena open is Lost Caverns of Ixalan Limited on November
0: 25th and 26th. Congrats to everybody who played in the arena open this past weekend, everyone. I uh, always appreciate the uh, screenshots of everyone doing well and also the stories of people who opened a million pools and didn't make it today, too. Both appreciate it <laughs> because, you know, the experience may vary. <laughs> Uh, We also got news about Hasbro's quarter three earnings from this year, a super interesting investor earner call. Wizard of the Coast revenue grew 40% in quarter three of 2023 when compared to quarter three of 2022. Their profit increased by 99%, which is unreal, in part because of the success of the D&D video game. Baldur's Gate 3. Magic tabletop revenue increased 18%, uh, thanks to Wilds of Eldrain and Lord of the Rings. All of this while Hasbro's overall revenue fell 10%. Oh. That's a woof from me, dog. That's a woof from Captain Catherine Janeway right there. Jeez. Yep, and she would know
1: him when she sees him. Yeah, she, she
0: knows a woof when she She sees really them. does. <laughs>
1: Hasbro CEO Chris Cox says magic and D&D are having record years. I'd say. <laughs> uh yeah. Magic is up 11% year to date when compared to 2022. The Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-earth passed 200 million in revenue. The only other set to ever do that was Modern Horizons 2. Wow,
0: so Lord of the Rings just crushing it here in Magic. Um yeah. on the investor call, we also learned something kind of interesting. We had the very first mention of the Magic Netflix animated show since 2021. It lives. <laughs> <laughs> wow it apparently lives everybody the last we ever heard of this show in 2021 was that the scripts had been written and that voice actors had been cast so this time on the investor call no new information was revealed but it was mentioned as being a project that exists so fingers yeah. crossed all right
1: it does exist i thought that it perhaps did not anymore
0: i know i thought it was i'll be honest i thought it was dead and it was yeah, just the not other day i
1: I wonder if we'll just never hear of that again.
0: (laughs) Well, here we go. All right. We heard of it. They didn't say anything else. But uh, do you remember that Superman, Brandon Routh, had been cast as Gideon? Oh, yeah. I always thought that was good casting. So I'm interested to see if the same actors are still attached or whatever. I'm interested to know anything generally. So uh, (laughs) hopefully we'll hear more about that in the future. Nope. Well, everybody, that's all the magic news we have for you this week. Make sure to check out our full length show. Good luck, high five. It's found in the same podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. And you can support that show, this show, and everything that we do over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic. <laughs>